0: It's hard to improve on the holiday season, but we're going to give it a run for its money here on the Cardinal Insider Podcast. Welcome from Press Level at Busch Stadium. My name's Brett McMillan. If you're a return listener, glad to have you back here for our December issue of the show. And if you're a first-time listener, really glad to have you. Welcome on in. Want to let you know that we normally release every Tuesday during the baseball season. During the winter, we scale it back just a little bit because obviously things moving a little bit slower. So we come out once a month and it's normally some kind of special topic or something that we didn't get to give you in season that we decided you might enjoy here over these winter months. Today, that means a conversation with a couple of outstanding rookies from 2017. Two guys that I really enjoy covering, two guys that I'm sure you enjoyed watching because they had really great seasons. The first one, who we'll get to in a little bit, is Paul DeYoung, arguably the best rookie season of any Cardinal since 2001 when Albert Pujols won Rookie of the Year in the National League. More on Paul in just a little bit. We start off today, though, with a conversation with Luke Weaver, Talked to him in the clubhouse just a couple of days before his final start of the season against the Milwaukee Brewers, and he was coming off a start that wasn't so great. About three innings, eight earned runs, but before that, he had been on an absolute tear through August and most of September. Seven straight decisions that he won dating back to August 2nd of this past season, His ERA dipped down as low as 189 on September the 14th, and overall he took a war in 2016, the first time he ever saw big league service. It was negative in 2016, and he shifted it up, and it was just a little under one in 2017. Really big year for Luke, and I think that fans are excited to see what he does in 2018. I spoke with him about the mentality that he brings to the mound, how does he mentally approach pitching, and what helped him to elevate his game to the level that he did there throughout August and September. We also touched on another Cardinal pitcher. That's Adam Wainwright, a guy who Luke really looks up to and two guys that have kind of become pals. And for Wainwright, a chance to mentor Luke Weaver, much like Adam was mentored by Chris Carpenter. So here it is. Take a listen. It's Luke Weaver on the Cardinal Insider Podcast. What do you feel like you took out of this year up with the big club, especially the last seven or eight starts? Uh, a lot of positives. Just
1: um, being able to be consistent for you know a little bit of that streak there. I know that last night didn't go great, but there's a lot of things I learned from that as well. But uh, just, just being able to know what it takes to, to throw at this level and uh, to repeat it and uh, just taking little things here and there and adding them into the what makes me a
0: better pitcher and to come back next year ready. What's your relationship with Adam like, and how has kind of picking his brain maybe helped you to take some steps this year toward where you want to be? It's,
1: it's helped a lot. Um, you know, he's a great great leader, great guy in the clubhouse, and obviously a great guy to get information from, and he's done that. I think he's done the same with uh, Chris Carpenter, and just kind of goes down the chain a little bit, and uh, you know, anytime he's talking about pitching or just life in general, I know we're talking about uh, fruit trees and how to grow those. And... He's got me pumped up for that. Um, But uh, just a little bit of anything. Um, Walk with Christ and all that. It's just been great to grow with him and just to become um, not only a better ball player but just a better person in general and just trying to um, get
0: involved with a lot of things that he gets involved with. His mental approach has been what's really helped him to be successful maybe more than anything. What's the biggest piece of advice he's given you along those
1: lines? I think that... It's pretty accurate. When you watch him pitch, you can see a lot of the, uh, a lot of that mental side come out, um, with his body language or, um, no way he attacks guys, and you pick up on that stuff. And so, um, and just watching, you can find a lot. Um, that's where I found a lot of information just by seeing him on the hill, but also, you know, when he's talking approaches with batters and, and that stuff. That's you know pretty deep and makes you think a little bit. Um, this makes you, and I'll have your your thoughts and your questions in your own head when you're sitting back, maybe in the off season, just kind of reevaluating what you've talked about and uh, to try to make sense of it because a lot of
0: it's just like blows your mind in the moment. That streak through August and September, when you think about your your game and the way that you threw, what do you think it is that really sets you apart there? I don't need a scouting report. I know we don't want to give that out, but um, just what is it to you that, that kind of helped you to be so
1: successful? I think it was the demeanor, the type of attitude I took out there. Um, you know, it's something that I've tried to evolve with, even in Triple A and the minor leagues, um, especially down there because of the attendance and the vibes. And you know, it's a lot calmer, and you don't get that adrenaline uh, as much. So there's a lot to work on now, and just going out there and having that fire that. Uh, that aggression to go out there and just try to be dominant and just, you know, not be angry, but just be aggressive and, uh, you know, have that look about you that you mean business. And, uh, you know, it helps when you get to this stage and you have that extra adrenaline flowing and the people in the crowd cheering you on and uh, it just adds to it. So I think adding all those factors and just kind of taking on the mound and then trusting whatever I got on the mound that day and using that all together and it, it kind of helped me out there.
0: Our second rookie conversation, as I told you about at the top of the show, is with Paul Young. We met up on the warning track again in that final homestand of the 2017 regular season. Paul was just tremendous all season long at the plate. In the field, things improved, and we talk about that during our conversation too. But ultimately, it was really about the home runs. 25 of them and that made probably the best offensive rookie season of any Cardinals since 2001, and that's when Albert Pujols belted 37 dingers on the way to a National League Rookie of the Year. Here's the stat, though, that I would, I would give for Paul, and we're not trying to compare him or put pressure on him to be just like Albert, but... Paul had 173 less at-bats in his rookie season than Pujols did. If you remember, Pujols broke camp with the club in 2001. DeYoung didn't get up until he debuted with a home run in Colorado in late May. So if the at-bats had been equal between Paul DeYoung's 2017 and Albert Pujols' 2001, DeYoung would have been on pace for 35, just two less than Albert. So that's the kind of power that we're talking about here as far as pace in a rookie season. I got the chance to talk with Paul. He's a really affable guy, fun, stood outside the dugout, talked with us overall, probably for 10 minutes for the TV piece that we were doing. And we're going to bring you about seven and a half minutes or so of the audio here on the podcast. Talked about how he didn't receive any college scholarships to play baseball coming out of high school, why that was. And he eventually walked on at Illinois State, had a good career, got drafted in the fourth round by the St. Louis Cardinals. We also touched on what he does now with his biochemistry degree. Uh, His teammates get an earful at team dinners. We'll just give you that little tease. So from the warning track in the latter days of the 2017 season, we bring you a conversation with Paul DeYoung. We'll talk to you on the other side on the Cardinals Insider Podcast. Well, the way that you got into college baseball, coming in, walking on, uh, the way that you did, do you think that maybe looking back, that kind of has helped you throughout your career, having to find that motivation and, and getting to where you are now?
2: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it honestly started before I got to college. When I was in high school, I uh, tore my ACL freshman sophomore year and had to battle back from that. So, just overcoming adversity in general, I think just strengthens you as a person and as a player. And. You know, I want to keep that edge moving forward and keep that
0: fire so I can keep making myself better. Does that kind of big, you know, micro or macro adversity kind of help when you take like an 0 for 3 or an 0 for 4 to go, this isn't that bad? Right,
2: exactly. It helps you compartmentalize stuff. And with baseball, that's huge because you play so many games, you're not going to be good every day. And you're going to have bad days and you have good days. So you have to just try to, you know, keep it as even as possible for as long as possible. You had a great
0: rookie year here. You know, I know that you had, I think it was like 25 extra base hits in 46 games. Pujols is the only other Cardinal ever to do that. How does that make you feel to be in that
2: kind of category? Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals organization is just so many good players have come through here. And, and to be doing those things as a rookie, uh, just to be known for the Cardinals organization, it's just a dream come true. and. You know, it really just gives me a good stepping stone to, uh, you know, to keep propelling myself forward and to try to help this team uh, get another World Series.
0: You've hit a lot of home runs this year. Do you want to be a power guy?
2: Is that how you see yourself profiling? Yeah, I think that's just what I am as a player. Um, you know, it's not like I'm I'm trying to do anything extra. It's just, I'm just taking my natural swing, my natural approach, and letting the speed of the ball and, and these bats and the parks take, take over. But you know, I think my best tool is, is to hit for power and, and to hit for average, so
0: I'm going to keep trying to, to help uh, help my team win by hitting. It's a learning curve when you come up to the big leagues, but for you it seems like it was, I don't know, maybe a little shorter than, than other guys. What do you think it is that helped you to dive right in and be successful right off the bat? I think
2: just in the minor leagues we breathe the cardinal way, the you know, doing the little things right, so my preparation before I got to the big leagues was pretty strong, and... Um, you know, spending a lot of time with the team in the spring, I got to know the the staff, the, the other players, um, everyone around the big leagues. So when I got here, it was like step right in, do your job, and and the guys around me facilitated that too. The, the older guys kind of helped show me the way for a little bit until I started figuring it out, and then I help other guys. So it, it's just a constant, um, you know, cycle of. Getting guys into this clubhouse to win—that's that's the cardinal way. How has your comfort level evolved this season defensively? A lot. <laughs> well, being shortstop, everyday shortstop, um, uh, haven't done that since high school. So really, it's just um, I'm learning here and there, all these little plays, little situations that I find myself in but overall I think I've really improved uh, my skills and and, you know my range and my hands and my throws all those things just keep working on to get better and you know that's something I'm going to continue to work on.
0: you like short better than when you've played second a little bit you've been
2: there? Yeah I like short stuff better it's just a better angle you get to see the ball better and
0: it makes defense fun again for me which it's been a while since I felt like that. Uh, you know, the demeanor that you have, you talked about how it, it helps not to get too high, not to get too low. Is that your personality naturally, or is that something you have to check yourself on day to day? No,
2: I think that's my natural personality.
0: And some people say
2: baseball reveals character, and I would agree with that as far as it goes. You know, in my case, I, I would agree. Um, you know, I just try to keep things the same every day, routine, try to prepare like like I'm, I need to prepare despite what happened yesterday and, you know, just constantly focusing on today and I think that's really what's helped me. I heard you wanted to be a doctor if you wouldn't have been a baseball player. Is that true? Well, I certainly set myself up. I uh, got my degree in biochemistry, but, you know, I didn't take any serious steps towards medical school. But, you
0: know, I guess that was always a a backup plan. Last night on the ESPN telecast, they said when you guys go to dinner, like on the road, you're like breaking down what's in the food chemically. Is that, are they they joshing you or is that really happenable? they're just joshing me there, but um, you
2: know, I like to think that uh, I can use my biochemistry background to give some of these guys some inside knowledge uh, when we're at the dinner table, but uh, they don't always uh, seem to
0: be receptive to it, so I'll just keep, keep laying on them until they finally give in. And then, final thing you know, you've had a great year, it's an exciting season. When it's all said and done, what is it the memory you think that you'll value or hold on to the most dearly?
2: I would say definitely my first at bat, being called up, just a crazy day to be able to hit a homer um, in Colorado, but, you know, just being here at Busch Stadium every day, just seeing how the Cardinals operate, and it's really, some of these games down the wire are almost like playoff games from what I hear, so, you know, I really just want to get into the playoffs and experience that uh, that chance to do something great, so I'm taking everything I learned this year and, and trying to funnel it into, you know, that drive towards the playoffs in a World Series ring.
0: was a finalist for the National League Rookie of the Year this year. He did come in second to Los Angeles' Cody Bellinger, but the good news for Cardinal fans is DeYoung with that big bat, just 24 years old, and now that Oledmus Diaz is gone, it sure looks like that shortstop spot is all about Paul DeYoung as we head into 2018. Hey, we really appreciate you listening, no matter how long you've been listening for, and, and we would love you to subscribe to the podcast. You can do that at Podbean or at iTunes. Just search St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Anything that you do over there, really, reviewing, uh, listening through a stream, or downloading, helps us to get the word out about the podcast. We try to go in-depth with the current roster, and we take you back in time. We've got some cool history stuff planned for next year, and we also have some cool stuff at cardinals.com slash podcast from this past season, if you'd like to check it out. Here's another thing that we're going to be adding in 2018, and I'm really excited. Because to me, this is as much your show as it is mine. So what I want to know is, what do you want to see? We've got approximately 30 episodes that are going to start sometime probably late in spring training and run through whenever the Cardinals are eliminated in 2018. Hopefully, they won't be eliminated, and we'll be doing episodes all the way through late October or early November. But what do you want to hear from alumni, from current players, are there topics or specific guests that you'd like us to tackle or try to sit down with? We would really love to know. You can email me at podcast at cardinals.com. That's podcast with an S at cardinals.com. Until next time, for Luke Weaver and Paul DeYoung, my name is Brett McMillan. Probably one more show between now and when we kick off our 2018 episodes, and you never know, maybe more, depending on what happens in the hot stove week. For now, though, we say so long. Hope that you have a wonderful holiday season. We'll talk to you next time on the Cardinals Insider Podcast.